We want to feel good instead of bad. We gravitate towards pleasure and we avoid pain. Because of this, we like comfort and we want to feel comfortable. But the shadow of this natural inclination is that as a result of it, we can easily get stuck in the comfort zone. When we are committed to comfort, our actual aim is to avoid risk. Risk brings us into the land of uncertainty. Uncertainty where there's the potential for unwanted and the potential for pain. Because of this, risk is anxiety inducing and we don't like anxiety. So in order to try to avoid that anxiety, we try to keep ourselves in a place of neutrality instead. I say neutrality because when we're committed to comfort, we get into a behavioral state where in the name of risk aversion, we make decisions and take actions that prevent both pain and pleasure. When we do this, we're not really happy. We're also not really unhappy. We're just comfortable enough to not make changes. <laughs> the comfort zone is a place that feels safe to us. But if it feels safe to us, that's because we don't have enough awareness. The comfort zone is one of the most dangerous places to occupy, and the commitment to comfort is one of the most dangerous things you can do in this universe. Not only dangerous for you, but also dangerous for any being that is part of any system that you yourself are a part of. You did not come to this planet, to this life, to this time-space reality, to avoid risk. You did not come here to be comfortable. You came here so that this time-space reality could assist your own personal expansion and so that you could play a role in the expansion of others around you. This expansion that happens on a personal level and also with the people in your life, expansion that you're a part of, adds up to universal expansion, which just so happens to be something that this universe is wholly committed to. Where there is an end to expansion, there is an end to life. That's something that all people must powerfully understand. And it is this contrast that we experience in our existence here that adds to expansion. What I mean by contrast is that it is the unwanted that gives rise to the wanted, right? It is your knowing of pain that gives rise to the concept of pleasure. So it is these unwanted, these painful things, these uncomfortable things, which create this process of expansion in the direction of what is wanted, in the direction of what we could call positive. The experience of unwanted is meant to cause you to change toward what is wanted. In a time-space reality where time is an element of that perceptual reality, we experience this as movement, growth, improvement, and progress. Being committed to comfort causes a plateau regarding expansion. It causes stuckness where there is no change or movement. It causes stagnation. It causes decline and it causes worsening. Because this state of anti-expansion is not in the best interests of you, not in the best interest of the people around you, and not in the best interest of the universe at large, it's a pretty dangerous thing to maintain. It means that the universe itself is going to act against it. Being committed to comfort and being in the comfort zone means that you are out of alignment with the universe at large. And it is a massive invitation for the elements in the universe at large to move against those things that are causing you to stay stuck. 
Before I get into this example, because I'm going to give you a very clear but harsh example of this, it must be understood that whenever you are in that place of comfort, you are stuck. And if that does not benefit you, then all the elements that are keeping you comfortable are going to be moved against. Now, I say against so that you can understand what it's going to feel like, but I will explain how it's not really against, even when it is against, in a little bit. First, let's look at this very harsh example of this dynamic. Sarah and Damien were in a relationship for 15 years. Sarah was often unhappy with the relationship, but many of her needs were met by Damien. Being with him made her comfortable, especially because it was a relationship that kept her away from the anxiety of financial worry. Damien had no interest in changing anything about himself or their life. He controlled their relationship and life so as to make sure he was comfortable. This included avoiding doing any uncomfortable work on himself or on their relationship, like self-reflecting or counseling. Damien, getting upset in any way, caused Sarah to go into anxiety and to seek her own personal comfort again, so she avoided getting into discussions or arguments with him. She kept the house the way he wanted, she made excuses for his poor behavior around other people, and simply avoided inviting other people over that might upset him. She stayed focused on what did work in their relationship, their business of flipping houses. The problem with this business of flipping houses is that it served as a major distraction that prevented them from looking at and dealing with the very real problems in the rest of their life. So it was a tactic to keep themselves comfortable in a state of avoidance. Sarah intentionally kept Damien in his comfort zone so that she could stay in her comfort zone. Because both of them were so committed to comfort, the things they were using to stay comfortable began to be opposed. First, a book was put in Sarah's path that challenged her ideas of relationships and led to an argument with Damien. But she stopped reading the book because that argument rocked the boat so much and threatened her own comfort. Then, one of Sarah's relatives died. It caused her to think about her life because life is temporary. It caused her to think about what she wanted to change, but the thought of making a change brought in the potential of risk, and so she fell back into everyday life the way things were. Then Damien's closest friend ended the friendship with him. Instead of reflecting on himself and on relationships in general, he told himself, ah, whatever, he was a terrible friend anyway. If he could want to end the relationship, I'm glad he's gone. After that, the little poodle dog that Sarah used as a substitute for the lack of intimacy she experienced with Damien died suddenly. But instead of facing the lack of intimacy in the relationship, she just got another dog. Then Damien had a small heart attack. Both of them were thrown way out of the comfort zone and into anxiety when that happened. Damien was faced with his own mortality. Sarah was faced with losing the security that Damien provided. Sarah knew it happened because Damien lost his closest friend and Anne was avoiding all self-reflection. She knew they needed to make changes in their life and together. But the opportunity for change that was opened up by that experience was only one that they engaged in for about a week. After that, Damien simply got on heart medication and started telling Sarah that when she would bring up anything upsetting, she was contributing to the risk of him having another heart attack, so she stopped completely. And the two of them threw themselves into investing in and flipping even more houses. Pretty soon, everything started to go wrong on their house flipping projects. I mean everything. Up to the point where, at the very end there, the purchase of three houses in a row fell through. But when nothing seemed to be going right, they simply took more vacations. And the vacations served as a new way to avoid the problems they needed to face and the discomfort that came with the risk of making changes. This pattern kept going until one year later, Damien died of a massive heart attack. The reality is that both Sarah and Damien invited a universal escalation. The very decisions that they kept making that made them feel safer because those decisions made them both feel more comfortable 
we're in fact making them more unsafe and bringing them more towards the things that they didn't want until ultimately what manifested is the very thing that they wanted to avoid. Very important also to know, instead of assisting each other's expansion, they were in fact enabling and assisting each other's stuckness. What this means for Sarah is that through her enabling behavior, which was done to mitigate her own anxiety, Sarah was in fact an accessory to Damien's death, as well as to the death of her dog, the thing she wanted most to avoid. Because Sarah was so committed to comfort, she was preventing her own expansion as well as the expansion of the beings who were a part of her immediate system. And so the universe began to force expansion by opposing any of those things that served to keep her stuck and plateaued. I'm going to spell something out for you as a big universal truth that I do not ever want you to forget, okay? Whenever you are committed to comfort and are using something as a tool to keep yourself away from risk to the degree that you are not in alignment with expansion, those things that are serving to keep you comfortable will be targeted. In fact, you may as well paint a giant bullseye straight on them. This giant bullseye also gets painted right over the top of people in your life who are acting as tools in your life to keep you stuck in some way or to keep you comfortable and therefore away from your expansion in some way because Either you or they are doing something that is also simultaneously keeping them away from their personal expansion. When these things are targeted, right, the aim that the universe has is to put you back on track and in alignment with your own personal progression, and therefore back in alignment with the universe at large. Using our previous example, that meant the introduction of a book that would shake up stagnation in the marriage, the death of a relative, a friendship loss, the death of a dog, a preemptive warning heart attack, the prevention of their house flipping projects, and then Damien's death. When this pattern happens, you're going to feel like the universe is against you. You're also going to feel like the universe is against the people and the things around you in your life. But this is not actually the case. We're feeling this way because we don't have that objective perspective. From an objective perspective, these things that you're using so as to keep yourself in a state of comfort and keep yourself comfortable are not actually in your best interests. So when the universe goes to shake it up or when the universe acts against those things that are keeping you away from your own personal expansion and are keeping you out of alignment with the universe at large, it's really for you instead of against you. The same thing goes for the people who are a part of this picture of comfort. What I mean by that is that let's say that you are using something in your life to stay in that comfortable stuck place. And so a target is painted on that thing that you're using. It's not like the universe is just taking things out regardless of whether it's in the best interest of that thing. If there is some thing that happens with that element in your life that is keeping you comfortable, that thing that is happening with them is also in alignment with their personal expansion. So really, it's like the universe from this higher perspective is just causing these massive shifts to any element in any system that is creating that stagnation. From a higher perspective, the universe is messing with those cozy little jail bars that you and the people around you have built to keep yourself stuck. Essentially, what this universe is doing is orchestrating a full system liberation because <laughs> the system itself has a tendency of operating in a way to keep other elements of the system stuck. <laughs> but 
as we all know, if people are not responsive to small stimulus, then there's an escalation. And if they're not responsive to that escalation, there's another escalation. And as we all know, unfortunately, what it takes for some people to get unstuck and out of the comfort zone is one of those whack a tree at 70 mile an hour experiences. Ultimately in your best interest, but dangerous, don't you think? It's tempting to think that the presence of fear and discomfort means that you should avoid something. It's tempting to think that the presence of risk means that you shouldn't do something. But discomfort, fear, and risk often doesn't mean that. And in order to continue to expand, assist in the expansion of others, find happiness, and stay in alignment with the universe, you're going to have to learn to lean into discomfort as well as take risks. If you don't, you might just be inviting one of the most terrifying experiences. You might just be making yourself more unsafe than ever before. And the scary part is you won't even know it. In other words, by making sure you're comfortable enough that you don't take risks, you might just be taking the biggest risk of all, not just with yourself, but with everything around you. It's tempting to feel safe and to feel in control when you are committed to comfort. It's tempting to tell yourself that it's smooth sailing when you're in the comfort zone. But really, you might just find that those smooth waters are leading you straight towards the biggest storm. Have a good week.